Hello, everyone. Hello, hello. Hi. Hi. Welcome to Too Legit to QT with me, Koya. My co-host Tish couldn't be here today, but I am so excited because I am here with the writer, producer, and director of Honesty Weekend, Leslie Thomas, and one of the stars, Adam Bartley. Welcome to the show, you guys. Thank you. So happy to be here. Thank you. Yay. So I have to say that I watched the film and it is by far one of the most favorite, one of my most favorite films. I am, I love romantic comedies. I love comedies. And this was just so refreshing. I, um, it's a traditional comedy, but there's so many like untraditional moments, Leslie. And I just think that for I think that writing just a beautiful piece like this, where you have like all of these friends in a house, but there are so many complex moments. It just, it was really intriguing to watch and it was just incredibly hilarious. So can you tell me a little bit about your writing process and like what inspired you to write Honesty Weekend? So what what inspired me, thank you for liking it, first of all. Um, (laughs) What what inspired me was I went, few years ago, I went to a dinner party at a friend's house, couple, um, and they had just had a big fight before mm-hmm. everyone came over, and they weren't speaking to one another during a dinner party that they were giving. <laughs> and, and half our friends uh, were like whispering about it, and then the other half of our friends were just pretending everything was normal. <laughs> and, and I laughed the entire two and a half hours I just I was just had to hold it in but like I thought it was hilarious and then I thought what if you had a married couple and they're having some issues and then they were forced to be with their friends for a weekend Mm. and then how would that play out Mm. so that was kind of the impetus for it Um, but I love uh, relationship comedies romantic comedies I love dramedies I love where people are being real dealing with their issues um, you know, but I wanted to be able to, I wanted the freedom to get a little raunchy, to get a little button pushy, um, you know, so that was essentially the intention behind the writing of it. Um, mm. But yeah, so like the framing device is just this couple have some, they're, they're having, they've been together since college, they're married, they have a kid, they're having issues in their marriage, they're not on the same page, they go to therapy. Uh, their therapist, uh, what comes out in their session is that they haven't been honest with each other for a really long time. Um, and the therapist says, hey, so let's try it for a weekend. Yeah. Just be honest for 48 hours. And I think you need to do it now because this is coming up now in your marriage. And they're like, but we're going away for the weekend with friends. Yes. And, and so that's sort of how it happened. That's wonderful. Um, I love romantic comedies. They're just my favorite. And I have a lot of friends. I'm not married yet. Um, yet. <laughs> Hopefully one day. But I have so many friends where that is the reality. It's like they're calling me all the time. And they're like, I'm going through this. I'm going through that. And they genuinely love each other. And they want to stick it out. But it's like, Mm-mm. This is still like a natural hot mess. And I love you, but I want to strangle you. But I can't imagine my life without you all within the same breath. And so that mm-hmm. brings me to my next question, Adam. Yeah. You were incredibly yeah. hilarious. Like one of my favorite moments was when you had the um 
the moment with the guys and you were talking about how you didn't like poker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then you said, look, I think you said, um, I like screamed when you said that it was like cleansing trauma for yeah. you. I was like, was that moment improv or was it scripted? You know, one of the great things about this film and one of the great things about Leslie too is that she just, she caught on real quick that for, for whatever reason, I, I believe it starts with the casting, you know, mm. everything starts with the, the right casting, but she figured out, uh, how to collect this, you know, like group of people that all were very talented, but also very good people at the same time. Yeah. And we got together and we went to this house yeah. and it was like instant friendships, instant, everyone on the same page that we're all going to bring everything we have to this. And we vibed in a way that is very untraditional for projects like this. And, you know, I believe, uh, you know, Leslie has almost everything to do with that. But then she had she had the wherewithal to understand that, you know, that we have something here with these people. We have something special that they clearly are vibing and yes. very powerful. And she let us go. She let us play. She let us just go and try things and use the script and then try go over here and go over there. And, you know, and a lot of productions, a lot of people making things like, no, I want, I want you to say is, is mm -hmm. period. And then they don't, you, you keep missing the period. No, she was like, let's, let's let these guys really find this thing. Um, while she directed us and, you know, kept steering us back towards something that was res resembled a story. But we, got <laughs> a lot of it, uh, we did some of that was improv, you know, uh, just, we just did multiple takes, just riffing on different things and playing with each other. And um, yeah, I mean, it was easily the most fun I've had working on a film uh, ever. And it was just like, we all left sort of sad that, you know, we weren't going to get to go to work every day and just laugh and get to know each other and play and create, you know, in that way. It was really special. Wow, I love that. And just so you know, everyone watching, he works a lot. So for him to say that, that is a major, major compliment. Um, and that brings me to my next question as well, because you can definitely tell that you had chemistry. I knew the moment I watched it, I said, you know, this is giving me theater vibes. A lot of times in television and in film, you like you said, Adam, you're not given the liberty to be able to play, but really good um, film directors understand that. And they, they, um, they allow you to play within the structure of the story because there's so many moments that can come up when you're living authentically and truthfully in the character. And I have to say, as an African-American woman, I I absolutely loved the diversity in this traditional romantic comedy. I was looking, I was like, wait a second. Okay, you cast a Latina as the lead and then the other love and your love interest, Diani, uh, Diani Collins, right? She is African-American and even the um, the other character, the other friend, the woman named Jack, she's African, well, she's black. I don't know if she um, identifies as African-American, but I loved that because you're seeing so many films like definitely maybe on Netflix where you have like two Asian characters and they're the center of the story. And it just really reflects what America really looks like right now. It's 
all mixed in, you know, love is love, love is love. And I love to see that diversity on there, um, Leslie. And I wanted to ask you, what was your process for diversity and inclusion in casting? I'm so glad you asked that. Thank you for asking that. Uh, I wanted to see specifically diverse female faces. Mm. I wanted to see, I wanted to bring the comedy in a, in a way that I hadn't seen a lot, especially in indie films. Mm -hmm. um, and, and so I, it was it, like, I kept looking, man. I kept like, it was casting was, I was really particular. Mm. I mean, I was like, it got down to where we were like two days before shooting and I was still casting one of the last parts. And I was like, ah, but I, I just, um, I was specifically looking for diversity, specifically looking for diversity for the females in mm. the, in the movie. Yeah. Um, also for the guys, but it, it didn't work out as much for the guys. Um, but I, uh, yeah, that was my intention. And my, my friend uh, who plays woman named Jack is Lorraine. She's British. Um, and so that was easy. <laughs> so I, was just, I was just like, I wrote a, I wrote a part in the movie for you. Come and pl come and play it. Um, but finding Natalie Ceballos, who's the lead, and seeing how good she is in that movie. Oh my gosh, she is so. She's such a mixture of like subtle and hilarious and relatable and like a little bitchy and and like secretly really sweet. Yes. Um, and then Dione. Uh, Dione Michelle Collins is the heart of the movie for me. Yes. She's absolutely the heart of it. And when she, when I met her, I was like, oh my God, this is it. Cause she just lights up. She's so yes. sweet and genuine and talented. Mm, mm, absolutely. I, I saw that with Dione. I was like, you know, she just is giving me Shakespeare vibes. Like she's just sitting on the couch and she's there and she's just like glowing with love, but also like checking everybody in the interim and checking you, Adam. I loved your dynamic. I love the chemistry, uh, the chemistry that you had. And like, what, how were you able to develop that chemistry with Diani specifically because I completely bought that you were a couple, that you were in love. And I also loved that, first off, I liked how you talked about, you wrote in the, the part about him being this larger man and then thinking that his larger, that his plus size wife would have lost the weight by then. And the thing is, is that is real. True. That is a real thing in our society where yeah. it's like, there are these standards for men where there aren't these standards for women. And when when I heard that, I said, "But that's that's real. That's real." How did so? You can talk about that, Adam, because that I feel like we like went in uh, like a whole other tangent. It's funny that you brought that up because I still <clears throat> I love that that's in the film, you know. And I I was a little uncomfortable with it when I read it, you know, because mm -hmm. I was like, you know, I it's it's close to home. I mean, you know, as a guy who's been a bit bigger his whole life, like. You know, it's something that I think is, you know, we 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 sometimes don't think about, you know, sort of we 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 don't think about our own health, but we we want, you know, our partner's health to be good. It's funny, my my stepmom, my stepmom is definitely overweight and is they're getting older and she needs we you know to be healthy, or whatever. Mm. And my dad is the same, overweight. And I come home to see them and she every time she's just like, I wish your dad would lose some weight. <laughs> You're just like, 
Uh, it's real. So anyway, we, but to answer your question, like Dione, like she's, she is that like love all the time. Like she is that just, she's just, she's really very much caring about everybody around her. Mm. Um, and like so much of who she is, is just pure love like that. And we, we were both, when we met each other, we knew we were going to have some interesting stuff together. We knew, and you know, we were both a little nervous about it because neither of us had really done anything like that on camera before. Mm. And so the, the idea that we knew we were going to have to be intimate on camera and that it, the camera was going to be right there instantly made us both realize as people who lead with our hearts that like, that we just we just kind of came together. We just, we're very, we talked about everything and we, we talked about, you know, how it's going to go. We talked the night before we, we got each other's numbers. We talked about the scenes, you know, and we, we just poured our own hearts into each other and into our friendship mm. so that we could bring what we were brewing on, on and have it be something that was lived in and something that was, uh, that was real. And you know, we both just really wanted it. We wanted the scenes to reflect who we were and have us be at ease and not have it be any remnant of uncomfortability or, or nervousness. Mm -hmm. So each other that, that by the time we got there on camera, we were so relaxed and it was so easy and we were so grateful, you know, and I still, mm -hmm. we still both feel grateful to each other because of that experience. Mm -hmm. that we just, we pushed ourselves a little further than we usually do. And, and, uh, you know, and as a character guy who I make my living playing all kinds of crazy characters, you know, it's not very often that I get the opportunity to sort of lean into my romantic side. Right, right. So it was really fun to be able to to do that, you know, to, you know, have that challenge. And, and Dione was like the, the perfect person, perfect human being to do it with because she's just, she's light and love 100%. Yes. And that's why, Leslie, you have to keep writing stories like this. You have to keep writing because you don't see that, right? A lot of actors, they're pigeonholed into um, into only doing certain types of roles, but that's also because of the who's in the writing room, you know, and the stories that are actually greenlighted uh, with the studio. And so that's why also independent filmmaking is so important because you're able to tell these stories and to show these complexities. Um, I was curious to know, did you film this prior to the pandemic or in the pandemic, Leslie? Yeah, prior to the pandemic. Oh, you did, okay. Thank God. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't have any restrictions. Did you, um, when was it distributed and edited by the time the pandemic hit? It was ready to go on March. We had our premiere on March 14th, 2020. Mm -hmm. And everything shut down on March 15th, 2020. <laughs> the next day. It was the last Literally. time we were around people for a year. That's, well, but... On the on the on the positive side, at least um, your film was able was out there for the world to consume because so many people were just consuming content at like a large volume because of the pandemic. I don't know about you all, but I mean, I literally like binge watched Game of Thrones. <laughs> when the pandemic hit because I needed a world and reality that wasn't my own, that didn't reflect anything that was happening in society. Um, 
If you did encounter a challenge, like what was, did you encounter any obstacles while you were creating or filming this film, uh, Leslie, at all? Or, I mean, look, we shot the whole thing in 10 days, okay. um, start to finish. Uh, so the obstacle was time. Um, oh. We shot everything. I shot it uh, to camera, every scene, mm. so that I could get coverage quickly. Mm. Um, and we had very nimble, uh, a nimble DP and second camera so that they could follow, like you, all the little details that you see in scenes that are happening sort of, that feel like they're happening in real time. It is because they are, and they're being picked out by a, a lively camera op who's following with the action of the actors. Um, so yeah, I mean, we shot six, six uh, we I shot- I think that's a motorcycle in the background. <laughs> Uh, at one point, we shot 16 scenes in one day. Um, wow. So, like, like it's nuts. Like, 16 little setups, like, from in a 12-hour day. So, really, the obstacle was time, but everybody was so good at what they did and just came in prepared and loved each other and just hit the ground running, and that's how we did it. Mm, okay. Wow. That's so interesting. Um, I just wanted to ask you also, I see that you so you have like this really great background as like a showrunner for all of these like shows you did um the kids baking championship on food network um and as a professional in this industry we talk a lot here on the podcast about building positive relationships and industry connections you talked about writing a role for your your friend in the film and both of you are working. Um, how have you been able to create um, long-lasting relationships and have longevity in this industry? Adam. Adam, yeah. Uh, you know, I believe, I really believe this. You know, it's, it's sad because this doesn't necessarily always sort of seem to come to pass, but mm -hmm. uh, I believe that, you know, you just have to leave a place better than you found it. And I think it's about positive energy and it's about treating everybody the same. And it's about, it's about really wanting to be there and really wanting to contribute and really caring about something. And when you start to see, I've been in a bunch of different things where you can really see things failing and faltering because you got people there. Sometimes it's one person. Sometimes it's a big name. Sometimes it's a, it's a big name that ends up becoming a big cancer, you know, because, oh. because they just don't want to be there. And it's just, mm -hmm. it just trickles its way in onto the set and into the other actors and trickles its way into the crew. And mm -hmm. sometimes it's at the top. Sometimes it's in the production. You got people who are just going to work and doing their job. And uh, yeah, you know, it's not, it, it really like, the, I really believe the great things that you watch the Emmy and Oscar nominated projects and all the really good stuff. Like it all, in my view, it always starts with caring people, a group of people that generally share a caring for what they're doing mm. and that generally care about how they hold themselves and how they operate and how they bring themselves to the table. And, you know, I mean, you want like at the end of honesty weekend, you know, we were all just like, can we do another one? Yeah, I mean, like all of us, and you know, and and it's it's like theater camp every time for me. Like when you on something great, you know, because you're it's you get to the end of it, and you're like, wait, 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 wait. yes, let's go back. I want to go back. All of our friends and stuff, and then it's just a slow kind of like sad letting go, and then you're on to the next thing. You know, that's 
that's part of it. But I believe in my view, like that, that's how you maintain a long lasting relationships in this business. That's how you keep working is that you, you bring your, you bring, you make sure that when you leave, everyone there is going to be like, Oh, you want to work with that guy. You want to work with him for sure. Yes, yeah. absolutely. I hundred percent agree. How about you, Leslie? I mean, I, I agree. I mean, that's what I do. I like make sure everybody is, is respected and um, on the shows that I work on and, and I just make sure that everybody's heard, respected, um, that I make connections with everyone, mm -hmm. that I, if, that we have a reciprocal relationship that, um, like that's kind of how I was able to do this movie so fast and so mm -hmm. cheap basically was because I, the DP comes from my day job. I got lights donated by my friend who owned a bunch of lights. I got all the audio equipment donated by my friend who runs the audio department. Like, yes. and that's, and they did all that because when we are working together, we have such a great time and it's such a collaboration. They feel like, you know, connected and heard and because it's genuine so that when I do need something, I can reach out and I feel like it's okay to do that. And the same thing for them, they can reach out to me. Um, so it's really about being present and respecting what's going on. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love that. We talk a lot about, about that on the show, just finding your tribe, finding your group of collaborators and that everybody really isn't for you. You know, this industry, um, we had uh, Jeffrey Riddick, he wrote Final Destination. And he said, you know, there's so many people who are like, you'll never work again, and this and this and this and that. And he was like, that's just not true. Um, usually nine times out of 10, that if that person has like a negative energy, you're not the only one <laughs> that knows that. Um, and he said the same thing, you know, just being a good person, um, being present, working and just treating everybody from the PA to anybody above the line the same. Um, because also, too, things are evolving so quickly. I mean, now with iPhones and just all the streaming, everybody's like a writer, director, producer, multi-hyphenate artist. You almost have to be in order to keep up. And so, you know, it's this industry definitely is, is not for the faint of heart. How have you both been able to stay motivated to continue to like pursue your dreams? Because you have to be passionate about what you're doing in order to make films there there or to do television or anything in entertainment. How have you been able to stay motivated? We'll start with you, Adam, to follow your dreams. Oh, great question. I mean, I think for me, uh, it's been a, such an interesting road for me. I was on a series for six years and that was like my beginning in Hollywood. I had just been in LA for a year and I just mm -hmm. worked, 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 and then I just got an opportunity and I just got it and it went and it went for six, seven years. Wow. And, um, and then that was magic, all of it. And then it was over. And then three, four years go by. And that's when humility starts to set in. And that's when you're, you're not making the big paychecks. Yeah. And you're trying to figure out how am I going to fund my life? And what are the extra things I can do? And that's when the big questions start to, to come. And, you know, a lot of people get to that spot. Some people don't get aren't as fortunate as myself to book a series like that. And they're just doing one guest star a year, maybe a couple of co-stars a year, just barely putting it together, side jobs, everything for years and years and years. And I, I really believe for me, it's that like when I am working, when I am getting to make something 
together with a group of people and collaborate. And I get to, you know, work my art form that I've been working with since I was 11 years old, you know what I mean? And, and developing it and going to college for it and working at work. When I'm in that space, like I am the most full version of myself, mm. most realized uh, version of who, of who I am. I'm at, I'm at my most full. Mm. So it's that for me just maintains, stays the same for me as that, like any opportunity I get to do that, any opportunity, and that includes auditions. Mm. Real work for an actor, you know, in my view, for an actor uh, is, it's not doing a job. The job is, that's the sweet vacation. That is the icing on the cake and you get paid for it. Yes. <laughs> it's, the real work is like when you're down and it's hard and you haven't had a job in a year and you have no money and you're still signing autographs at gas stations and you got two auditions for things that aren't going to pay you a lot of money and they're due in two hours and mm. now what? Mm. What work ethic do you have now? That mm. is the job of an of an actor. And like the only thing that inspires me to keep that strong is this unbelievable desire to like create things and have the opportunity to create things at a scale where tons of people, you know, can watch. But mm. um, we're gonna we're going to get to you, Leslie, but I just wanted to comment on that, Adam. First off, thank you for your transparency and your honesty. I feel like um we're just now entering into a space in the industry. And I think the pandemic has a lot to do with that where artists are actually, they actually feel comfortable speaking about this because we know this, I'm an actress, I, I have an MFA. I can um, tell, also, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, but That's I'm a host. I'm a host and like you, like what you're talking about, the trenches, it is real. And sometimes even when, like you said, when you're in rooms, it's like the fact that you have a survival job, it's like gasp, it's like, what? My best friend, who is my, also my co-host on the show, she's a line producer. So when you start seeing what people are getting paid and yeah. even, I mean, people, like you said, that are um, that are working in Hollywood, but, but it's a contract job. There's just this common misconception of what it really means to be an actor and not just even an actor, a writer, a producer, a film financier. I was assisting um, finding, I was assisting my best friend with finding funding for this one film and people were saying like listen investors are like film is high risk like why would like why would i um invest in something that's high risk which is why we go after people who they're passionate about it right it has to be about purpose right um and so i just i'm, I'm seeing on social media will catlett and his wife just talked about how they had to start a gofundme page because all of the work that he got in the pandemic subsided and that he 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 said he had to humble himself and ask his friends and family for money for their down payment and of course his community showed up for him because of who he is but that was just so refreshing to see um somebody who is working like that actually speak openly and honestly about this because i think if we can have more open conversations we can actually help each other yeah. there could be like funds for this and yeah. and and like what do you need okay you're part of my community you're not working you're down what are you doing in the interim let's write something let's collaborate and so i just want to thank you for saying that i know that our viewers will be blessed tremendously because you said that and so now leslie will ask you how do you stay motivated um to follow your dream 
dreams in this industry? How do I stay motivated? Uh, I, I'm just the, making this movie. Um, and I'm also a playwright over the years. I've written plays and have them produced by various theater companies. That is my heart and my soul and my passion. Mm. Um, and I have a very, very, very demanding uh, job. Uh, and so honestly, I get up like Saturday, Sunday mornings really early and write. And, wow. and I do it because, and because it's so much fun and it's such an expression but it's like a whole expression of the other side of me. Mm -hmm. And um, and this movie, like, I mean, watching Adam in the movie, watching the actors in the movie just play with it, connect with it and play with it and just get down with it. Like, mm -hmm. that is that is it. That's the, that like Adam says, that's the icing on the cake. Like, that's, that's what motivates me. I want to mm -hmm. do more and more and more of that. Somebody said when we rap, they're like, hey, did, did you enjoy it? I'm like, more, more. I want to do more. <laughs> you know? So that's what motivates me. I love that. I love that you said that you wake up Saturday and Sunday and you write. We have a lot of writers who they talk about that. They're like, you just got to write. You got to set like Tim Ferriss says two pages a day, <laughs> like just period. You just two pages a day because we were actually speaking to um, a producer, Rocky Tatum. She produces Jess Angela um, with Kin Community. And she was like, you know, that we were talking about the law, Newton's law of motion and how when you start, there is a momentum to that where you like, sometimes you just have to like start and keep going and build that momentum. It's like, it can stay an idea, but how do we actually like birth that idea? And so I love your process of Saturday and Sunday writing. I think I actually might adapt that. Um, so <laughs> I'll quote you and I'm like, yeah. So Leslie Thomas said, I need to wake up every Saturday and Sunday <laughs> to write. But I know that we're coming to the end of our podcast. I know you guys have some wonderful interviews for the rest of the day. But I just wanted to say thank you so much for speaking with me today. The film Honesty Weekend is really amazing. Everybody, you need to watch it. Where can they find it, Leslie? It's on all digital platforms right now. And it comes out on Amazon Prime on May 16th. Okay. So all Amazon members, it'll be free. Everyone yeah. else, find it on your digital platform. <laughs> Wonderful. And um, where can they find and also follow them on social media? Are you both on Instagram or TikTok? Yeah, I'm at um, Adam L. Bartley on Instagram. This okay. Is where you can find me. That's where I'm usually at. Yay. <laughs> okay. And you, Leslie? I'm, I'm at Hayless Thomas on Instagram. And Honesty Weekend, you can go to Honesty Weekend on Instagram and or honestyweekend.com. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, you guys. I wish you the best of luck in all your endeavors. I know that this is like just the beginning for you, even though you've been working forever. But I know that this is just the beginning because sky's the limit. And I'm excited to see what everybody does like post pandemic too. I think it's just definitely going to be just this fire in Hollywood. So I'm excited. And Leslie, we need more stories from you. So please write them. <laughs> Thank and you. Adam, we just need you to keep making the world laugh because <laughs> you're just so funny. Thank like, you. Period. Thank <laughs> you. I think you're fantastic, by the way. Like, this was, you're easily the coolest podcast host, hoster that I've seen. You're really great. Thank you, Adam. I appreciate that. It's Thank thoughtful. you so much. 
All right, guys. Well, have a wonderful day. And yeah, everybody tune in every Thursday at 8 p.m. You can hear more of these wonderful stories from everybody. All right, guys. Have a good day. Thank you. Bye. Bye. You said you were going to cut back. And I found three Amazon boxes cut up like into little pieces at the bottom of our recycling bin, like a serial killer leaving a you body. You want to know the truth? I put most of the Amazon boxes in the neighbor's trash. Oh, that's really, that's mature. Oh. Well, are you hearing, oh my and, God, are you hearing this? I'm struggling. We're struggling. Why do you think that is? Because we're pretty much not honest with each other most of the time. A big part of your marriage is speaking up clearly in this room today on the subject of lying. A weekend is a great reset. Try going two days with no lies. This weekend? We have plans this weekend. Can we do it next weekend? John and I are going to be 100% honest with each other this weekend about everything. What? Doctor's orders. What? This is your mom's weekend house, dude? Good night. Mm. This whole honesty thing is not going to turn into you telling me a bunch of stuff you hate about me but never told me before, right? No. I mean, sometimes I kind of wish you were more fun and adventurous like you used to be. Welcome, freshman. Want to be a frat boy? It's Friday night in a small college oh town. Oh, my God. Harry had two beers and only did he fell down. Yes, he did. Oh, it was way more than that. <laughs> I'd love to just go and take a dip. I am just <laughs> ready. Like a cleansing trauma or something. <laughs> I miss the hell out of you. I miss you so much too. I think I need like an EpiPen. This is like an exorcist. Oh my god, you hate me. No, Ada, no. You are the most important, most exasperating, best thing in my life. Do you show me who I am? weird being married sometimes. I know. It's exhausting. He tries to think of all kinds of different ways to escape, but he just stays half miserable. Mm -hmm. Guess what? Hmm. That's marriage. Go honesty.